Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris, and welcome back to my series of mini-sodes covering New Japan Pro Wrestling's New Japan Cup 2018. If this is the first time you've heard me by myself here on the Wrestling House Show, which you can find on cnjradio.com, go check out last night's episode covering night one of NJPW's New Japan Cup 2018. I explain everything that's going on, why you only hear one voice instead of the usual two, but for a brief recap, what this is, is a basically a reaction and review show hosted by me, focusing solely on one show. And tonight's show is night two of the New Japan Cup 2018. The New Japan Cup is the first of the big tournaments put on by New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is a single elimination tournament. This is night two, and so far two men have advanced in the tournament. Last night, Juice Robinson and Michael Elgin proceeded to round two, and tonight we will see two more men advance to the next round. First off, as I like to do, I will give you all the particulars about the night. This is night two of NJPW's New Japan Cup 2018. It took place on March 10th, 2018, 6 p.m. Japanese Standard Time, and it emanated from the Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium in Nagoya, Japan. And the attendance for this show was a lot bigger than night one, which I suppose Cork and Hall can only jam in so many people, but it was almost four times the attendance here in Nagoya. The attendance for tonight's show was 4,016 people. Match one of the night, the opening match was... The Young Lion, Red Narita, teaming up with Ryusuke Taguchi versus two members of Suzuki-Goon, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. This first match, on paper, I think it seems kind of lopsided because Taguchi, I like Taguchi, but he's, most of the time, he's kind of a comedy act. He is the man who, his arsenal consists almost exclusively of hip attacks. And even though he is considered the coach of Taguchi Japan, he really didn't seem to be in much of a coaching capacity for young Rin Narita in this match. He didn't really seem to care too much about the match, and he let Narita do pretty much whatever he wanted. And even though Narita didn't want to get beat up, Narita did get beat up quite a bit in this match. I think since becoming the tag champs, or the junior heavyweight tag champs, Desperado and Kanemaru have really up to their game as far as the tag teammanship goes. They looked really good in the ring together. Of course, they were beating up on a young lion, so it's difficult not to. But I guess what I mean by that is that their teamwork seems to have been elevated beyond simply both of them using weapons and chairs and brawling all the time. They are actually doing some pretty good, if not tandem moves, then good continuity and good flow between the two of them, which is a good thing to see. I, I like the guys, and I think the junior heavyweight titles will elevate their game even more. But that's really a, most of what I can say about this match. Narita started the match, Taguchi came in in the middle of it and did his thing. He did some flying hip attacks and things like that. And I'm not trying to disparage the guy. I like Taguchi. He's fun. He's funny. But he he got out of the ring and let Narita finish it. And even after the match, he didn't really seem to really care about the young line. He just seemed like he did his job, He and then he went on his way. But El Desperado forced Ren Narita to submit to Numero Dos, which is his version of a stretch muffler. So the junior heavyweight tag champs got the victory in the opening match of Night 2 of the New Japan Cup 2018. And then on to match two featured another young lion, Tetsuhiro Yagi, who I think, I think I've said it before, he seems to get the raw end of the deal with the young lions. He 
he seems like he's one of the younger ones, maybe. Or maybe that's just the way his personality is. I believe he's the one that got his hair cut by Minoru Suzuki a while back. And he always seems fired up, but he never seems to really get much in the ring. But Yagi was teamed up with David Finley, and they were facing the team of the young lion Shota Umino and Yuji Nagata. So this was an interesting match in, I guess, I wouldn't say generations, but I guess, yeah, maybe so. Yuji Nagata, the grizzled veteran, David Finley, the former young lion, and then you have the two young lions. So there's quite a difference in skill level and veteran status in this match. In great contrast to the opening match where Taguchi really didn't seem to care too much about what Ren Narita did, both Finley and Nagata really kind of took to their young lions and they both seemed like kind of mentors to the Young Lions, at least within the context of this match. There was good continuity with both teams, and I think the match was fought on pretty even terms, I would say. I think Nagata, I mean, Nagata was obviously shown a lot of respect in the match. The match started with Yagi and Umino facing off. Umino went and tagged Nagata, and Yagi was like, nope, I'm out of here. He just backed into the corner and tagged Finley in, and everybody just kind of paused for a second. It was like, okay, well... Go ahead. <laughs> but I did like what Yagi did in this match later on. They Everybody did kind of mix it up a bit here and there. And Yagi, using his, I don't know, his fighting spirit, he got, he got really into beating up Umino in the corner at one point. And he, even so much so that I think he was stomping him or kicking him in the corner and he shoved the ref back out of the way to keep doing it. Um, so I liked what Yagi showed in this match. Of course, the moments with Finley and Nagata in the ring were the better ones in the match. They showed a lot of respect to each other. They even did like a fist bump in the middle of the ring. And it was it was nice to see. There was one point where Finley knocked Nagata off the apron and in an attempt to get an advantage. And then Nagata gave Finley a receipt later on. But it wasn't like mean-spirited. It was It was good competition. I think this was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. And in the end, David Finley did pin Shota Umino after Prima Nocta, which is his version of a stunner. And then moving right along to match three, it was Toru Yano and Tomohiro Ishii, both members of Chaos, versus Tomoyuki Oka, the young lion, and Michael Elgin. So this was a little bit of a return bout for Ishii and Elgin, and they actually started the match against each other and picked up pretty much where they left off in last night's tournament match. Which, by that, I mean Elgin was hitting all sorts of power moves on Ishii, and Ishii was getting hit a lot, but kept getting up. And so there were lots of strikes and things like that. They did move on a bit. Oka did mostly face Toru Yano in this match, and Toru Yano doesn't really have much of an arsenal. He's one of those comedy guys who, he every match he takes the pads off the turnbuckles, and he'll go for any cheap shot low blow that he can to win the match, and that's pretty much always how he wins the match. He always wins it with some cheap tactic that works for him. And when you're in a match against a young lion, those cheap tactics work splendidly, and it did work in this match. Toru Yano, after his team was getting beat up the entire time, pretty much, mostly by Michael Elgin and sometimes by Oka, Toru Yano got the pin on Oka after a low blow and a schoolboy, which that's pretty much <laughs> always how Yano wins matches. I do think that Elgin and Oka made a pretty good team. They were I liked how Elgin treated Oka. He kind of kind of similar to Nagata and Finley with their young lions. He did take him under his wing after the match where Oka was 
upset a little bit at himself and kind of holding his injuries as he walked away. Elgin was like patting him on the shoulder and walking with him, whereas like Taguchi just bailed and let Narita take care of himself. But then that leads right into match number four of tonight's show. It was Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Takashi Izuka. Two members of Suzuki Goon versus Toa Hanare and Juice Robinson. And Toa Hanare is was recently a young lion, just kind of recently graduated. So when you have these matches like this one, the last one with Oka as the only young lion, it makes it pretty clear who the winning team is going to be and who is going to get either pinned or submitted. And that was the case in this one. Toa Hanare did get pinned by Davy Boy Smith Jr. after a bulldog bomb, his sit-out power bomb. This wasn't my favorite of the night. It may have been my least favorite. It was okay, but I did feel myself getting... Uh, my attention kind of waned throughout this match. It wasn't too long. It was only about 10 minutes or so, but I don't know. There just wasn't anything that really grabbed me in this one. I think the best part of the, the match maybe was Izuka's journey to the ring. He almost always has a handler with him because he's like this crazy guy. He's like escaped from an asylum or something. It's that kind of deal. But he always comes through the crowd and he usually has like Taka Michinoku or some other member of Suzuki Goon with him to kind of provide some semblance of control for the guy. But this one he was, he had broken free and he was loose in the crowd and the announcer was telling everyone to be careful and stay away and it was good. And then match five of the night featured a battle of stables, maybe not the complete stables, but easily the two best heel stables in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now, and they're both loved for different reasons. It was members of Suzuki-gun, Taka Michinoku, Zack Sabre Jr., and Minoru Suzuki versus members of Los Ingobernables de Japón, Bushi, Sanada, and Tetsuya Naito. And I think the main focus of this match was the tease for Naito versus Suzuki. They both started the match right away. They stared at each other for a few seconds, maybe half a minute or so, and then they both tagged out. And Taka and Bushi started the match. So that kind of happened throughout the match where Naito and Suzuki would tease getting into it with each other, but then never really get into it. So I like that. I like that tease. And this, I think, was the best precursor to future matches in that they didn't give anything away but the match was still really good of course since this was a Suzuki-gun match there was a brawl but the main focus really seemed to be the combination of Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki trying to get submissions on people they would both tie up members of LIJ and there was one moment where Suzuki had someone tied up and Naito rather than breaking it up with a stomp Naito just kind of put his foot on Suzuki's head and kind of pushed down and kind of mashed his foot into Suzuki's head and then he spit on him and I think more than an attack or a kick that pissed Suzuki off more than anything else could have that was great but they still didn't get into it they stared each other down and then Naito dropped to his back and rolled out of the ring being tranquilo Take it easy. He was, <laughs> it was, it was really good. I I really enjoyed this match. The pace to it picked up quite a bit because there were a lot of submission holds and things like that, which which were good. They were great. And then later on in the match, it did break down to where you have the sequence where everybody runs into the ring and hits a big move and then rolls out of the ring and someone else does it. They did have that and it worked really well. And I think this was easily the best tag team match of the night. 
And then match six was another stable battle, I guess. It was members of Bullet Club, or at least part of Bullet Club, however that split is working. It was Chase Owens, Tungaloa, Yujiro Takahashi with the lovely Peter, and Kota Ibushi, who was the odd man out on this team, versus Chaos, consisting of Chucky T, Yoshihashi, Hirooki Goto, and Kazuchika Okada with, of course, Gato, who is not as lovely as Peter, but I like him a lot. So yeah, <laughs> wherever Okada goes, Gato goes as well. And I think the most interesting part of this match was seeing how Ibushi interacted with the members of Bullet Club. Uh, when the match was starting, the Bullet Club members were doing the too sweet or just had their hands up with each other because I guess they're not supposed to do the too sweet anymore. And Ibushi was just standing over kind of a few feet away and they were like, hey, come on, like, you want in on this and he didn't really he didn't raise his hand but he did shake all of their hands after a few seconds of thought so it's pretty clear that Ibushi is on sort of friendly terms he was more friendly with Chase Owens since they did tag up last night than he was with Takahashi or Loa but he still seemed like the odd man out like so he's close with Kenny Omega and that's a thing and to me the thing with Ibushi feels like you know when you have like different groups of friends for whatever reason maybe you have some school friends you have some work friends you have some other friends that you've known for years and you have like these pockets of friends that they don't really interact with each other but you interact with all of them I feel like that's where Kenny Omega is and Ibushi is one of these friends from Kenny's past and Bullet Club are his friends from work and they never interact and they may not get along because you know different groups of friends have different personalities and then when they all get together for a gathering and Kenny Omega is there to make it all work, but then Kenny leaves and then you just have these two groups of people who don't really know each other, but they have that connection through that person that's not there. And it's it's really awkward, right? That's what it feels like with Kota Ibushi a little bit. So while Bullet Club was kind of teaming up, Ibushi was kind of doing his own thing, but he was doing his own thing in a spectacular fashion. At one point, he took, I believe it was Yoshihashi, out into the crowd, and Ibushi climbed up to the wall that separated the risers from the second level of seats, and he did a moonsault off the wall down onto Yoshihashi and some other member of Chaos, and I think it was Tengaloa was out there as well. So while Ibushi did hit a lot of big spectacular moves, Chaos really did kind of dominate this match, especially early. They seemed to take Bullet Club lightly because I think they did see that there was this kind of Bullet Club wasn't unified with Ibushi necessarily, and Chaos kind of made fun a little bit of it, and they posed in the ring, all four of them, and you don't really see people like Hiroki Goto smile and have fun, but he was doing that with Okada. It was kind of kind of like that arrogant kind of side of Chaos, which Okada is really good at, <laughs> but I like the match. I think I like the LIJ versus Suzuki-Goon match better. But this was another, uh, it was a good match. I really did like it quite a bit. And it was interesting to see how, like I said, how Ibushi interacted with everyone. But that ends the tag matches of the night. And the final two matches were the third and fourth matches of the first round of the New Japan Cup 2018. First up was Lance Archer versus Bad Luck Fale. And I thought the match was pretty good. It wasn't my favorite. I think this is my least favorite of the tournament matches so far, even though there's only been four. But it was kind of like how Elgin and Ishii were, it was a good big man match. This was a big man match, but in a different way. It was 
pretty much two big guys slamming into each other. And that was kind of the deal. It started with a chokeslam battle where they each had each other by the throat and were trying to vie for position or leverage or whatever to get a chokeslam. So it was, it was that kind of thing. A lot of standing up straight and running into each other. Which, I mean, I think the personalities kind of worked. Because Archer is, man, he's so obnoxious. You know, the water spitting thing that he does. He did that, of course. He's He had so many bottles of water stashed on his body. In all, every pocket on him had another bottle of water. And he looked like he was kind of making a joke about it. And he, like, flashed the water bottle to the camera at one point. And he, of course, he was spitting on everyone in the crowd, and he even went. He took he took a kid's like a little boy's hat off. I think it was an Lij hat. He took his hat off, spit in his hat, and then gave it back to the boy. That was that was probably my favorite part of the match, which happened before the match. But I think the most interesting action in this match happened early. Bad Luck Vale took Lance Archer out to the crowd, and they did the spot where they throw each other into the chairs, and Archer went into the chairs, and Vale kind of buried him in the barricades. It looked like the referee, Red Shoes Uno, wasn't having it. He he has this thing to where when someone's doing something wrong, he'll just stand straight up, put his hands on his hips, and kind of close his eyes and shake his head, and he was doing that to Fale. I think Fale was kind of wanting a count-out victory or something. But then Archer kind of flipped the script and he threw Fale into the chairs and Archer started yelling at an old lady. <laughs> it was weird. And then Fale threw Archer back into the chair. So it was, it was a whole deal. And then they finally did get back into the ring and the match was okay. Um, Archer did old school. He did the rope walk on Fale at one point. But overall, I wasn't super thrilled by this one. But Badlock Fale did win via pinfall after a hand grenade on Lance Archer, so he will advance to the second round of the New Japan Cup 2018. And that leads right into the main event of the night, a fairly high-profile match. It's the newly christened heavyweight Tai Chi with Miho Abe in his corner, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru was there too. But Miho Abe was there, which I'm very okay with. It was Tai Chi versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And I think this was very good. I think this was the match of the night. Uh, as much as I liked the Suzuki Goon versus LIJ match, this was obviously more important. And I think both of these men, I think Tai Chi is really rising to the level of heavyweight. He deserves to be there. He deserves to be with guys like Tanahashi. I don't see him getting a whole lot of victories, at least initially. And he didn't hear Hiroshi Tanahashi did win after a high fly flow. But Taichi just has that air about him. He is a really good heel because you really want to hate this guy. Like, <laughs> I love to hate Taichi. And that's the mark of a great heel, in, in my humble opinion. But it was interesting because Taichi did seem to take Tanahashi kind of lightly. He was very arrogant. He did use Miho Abe quite a lot in the match as a distraction, which works very well and Taichi did do some cheating he used his microphone he he baited Tanahashi a few times and got an advantage that way but he took him too lightly and he took too much time which gave Tanahashi the chance to come back and mount a comeback which he did in last night's show I was talking about how like in the Juice Robinson uh, Yujiro Takahashi match how in these big matches it's kind of expected for someone to kick out of everything but that didn't really happen in this one. There weren't a whole lot of pinfall attempts that after big moves where people kicked out. It was just a good match between two guys 
that built up to a decisive victory. There were big moves. That's not to say that there weren't. At one point, Tanahashi slapped the holy crap out of Tai Chi, and Tai Chi just went down. Like it was, it, yeah. I think that was a turning point in the match. Tai Chi hit some like a pair of backdrop drivers on Tanahashi. But with Tanahashi, it's still the thing where you could tell that he's very aware of his knee, and it doesn't seem like he's a hundred percent. And I think that's why Tai Chi probably got as much as he did in the match. And because there was a time when there was a moment when Tanahashi hit a version of the high fly flow, he did a like a diving cross body off the top onto Tai Chi, but Tanahashi couldn't go for the pin. So there weren't all of those kicked out pin attempts. They were just working up to being able to pin the other guy, which I, I really liked. But yeah, so I think this may be the best tournament match so far. I think there are potential for other tournament matches in the first round to be better, I think. But this is really good. The personalities and the action combined for a really, really good match and a great main event for night two of New Japan Cup 2018. And it's great to see. It's so interesting to watch Tanahashi interact with fans. He is kind of like an icon. He'll go out to the crowd and everybody, men, women, children, old people, young people, people in the middle, like everyone is vying for his attention and they'll toss their towels to him and have him wipe his sweat off and toss him back. One woman almost literally threw her baby at Tanahashi as he was going up the ramp. He was like passing by and had passed by this woman and she held her baby out over the barricade, over the ramp, and was like pushing the baby towards the screaming, crying baby towards Tanahashi. And he, I don't know, he like rubbed the kid's head or something and moved on. But yeah, it's just interesting to see that, yeah, he... I mean, he is a huge part of New Japan. He's the ace for a reason, and he is easily the most popular icon in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I think that'll do it. I have gone on too long for this quick and concise WHS mini-sode. I'm pretty much going to go right into watching night three of the New Japan Cup 2018 and get another one of these out, hopefully within the next 24 hours. But you can find all of these minisodes on cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show, as well as the family of CNJ Radio Network shows, including Joey's Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to give you 10 songs, no more, no less, Randy Brown's The Synaptic, a true alternative, and my last theater on the left, the movie show where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. I'm still working on a tagline for my last theater, but hey... I don't know. What do you think about that one? If you like it, let me know. If you don't, let me know. But if you want to tell me all about it, tell me what you think about the New Japan Cup so far, you can contact us through the website where you can find our Facebook and Twitter and all that social media stuff. But for now, I'm going to go watch some more wrestling. So I'll see you next time. Bye.